Unveiling the Ripple Effect, a deep dive into mental health with Coach Lily Lamelli. Join us in this enlightening interview with renowned life coach Lily Lamelli. Lily, a single mother who overcame her struggles and dedicated her life to helping others, discusses the profound impact mental health has on our decisions and lives. Drawing from personal experiences and professional insights, she unravels the truth behind the ripple effects of our mental states. Lily firmly believes things are not about you, but everything is about you. Tune in to discover how to create positive ripples in your life with a wellness wheel guide to self-coaching and transformation. Welcome to the Wellness Driven Life Show, where you're about to go on a wellness-driven ride. With Kizik Can's free shoes, motion sounds something like this. Kizik helps you experience the magic of motion. With over 200 patents and easy on, easy off technology, you'll never have to touch your shoes again. There are hundreds of styles and colors, plus a squish like nothing you've ever felt. For a limited time, get a free pair of socks with your first order at kizik.com slash socks. Let me share a little bit about the guests that we have here today. Lily Lamelli, a 37-year-old single, single mother and proud Mexican, is a distinguished coach who embarked on a transformative journey 14 years ago. Despite her honors degree in business administration and master's, she found her true calling lay elsewhere. Her experiences of struggle in a new country led her to empathize, 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 with others' pain and inspired her to help them reclaim their lives, guiding people to unearth their desires, renew their minds, and change their harmful behaviors. Lily hopes to create a positive, positive ripple effect in communities. She firmly believes in the adage, things are not about you, but everything is about you. I'm so pleased to help welcome Coach Lily Lamelli. Hi. Hello. Hello. Thank you very much for having me today here. This is an it's, honor. Yeah, it's my pleasure. I'm getting a little tongue tied today. So correct <laughs> me if I'm wrong in any of that. But, you know, it's really great to have you on the show. I'm excited to share your journey. I've had a pleasure of seeing you speak before and share it a little bit. So uh, this is going to be a great conversation. Let's start by letting the audience know a little bit more about you. Can you tell us who you are? Yes, um, uh, this is such an honor. So I'm Mexican, you already said that. <laughs> and I grew up, um, so after I, I achieve a lot of different stuff, right? I'm, I'm, I consider myself a go-getter. So if I, I think of something, I go and do it. But then at some point I was feeling kind of like a void, like something was missing. 
So I came here, and when I came here, you know, different place, different people, different languages. It's like mini communities all over the place. So I found a very dynamic world, but in that um, dynamic world, I was missing, I continue missing something. So then I told myself, you know what, maybe in the search of purpose, I'm meant to be a mom and to have kids. And that's when things start going really, really wrong. <laughs> but I'm um, <laughs> yes. Yes. Well, tell us about that because you know that's that's a fascinating thing that you said. Where maybe I was meant to do all of these things, and then you start doing things, and then it all kind yeah. of blows up. So, you know, when we think about uh, the the ideal life, right? So many of us have dreams and goals and visions of the perfect life and the perfect family and children and marriage and all of the things and. And what you're saying, it sounds like, is when when that came to fruition, it looked a lot different. Yes, yes. Because the thing is, we think that this is what we tell our, ourselves. When I get the house, when I get married, when I get the kids, when I, you know, we we put we create the we create this nonsense fantasy in our heads and then we go and get it which is great we go and get it but then we get to the point where it's like oh so now that i have here what do i do with it and or oh i thought it was going to be different that's when mental health starts suffering because mm -hmm. we go and do things that we think is the best for us and then it turns out that that wasn't it right I don't know, Lily. I don't know if I can relate to this. <laughs> no, I'm I can very much relate to this. So much relate to this. It's, uh, you know, and, and it's funny because it, it can be a profound statement when you don't really know that that's what's happening until you reflect on it later. That, yes, why is it that when we have this idea and, and then we, we have it come, and it looks so much different and then we're not happy. Is there, uh, you know, I know many people live that way, right? Where they're so unhappy all the time and because, you know, nothing really seems to, to add up to their expectations, right? And that's the thing. See, we create expectations within that fantasy that we create. We create these expectations of the things, how we want them to things to look. And that's great. That, that's something that, um, that's how we get inspired. That's how we get moving. That's how we start taking action, right? By inspiration. The thing is, and, and by expectations, the problem is that sometimes those expectations are so, so high and we don't really have, um, we don't really understand their reality or what comes with those expectations. We just look at that piece. This is what I think. Life is like a big puzzle, right? So sometimes we, we with, the, with life, with time, we start collecting those puzzles. The problem is those pieces, but the problem is that we think that that puzzle looks some way, but then we don't, we don't really do the research. We don't really look at the whole thing and then we go for it, which is great. But then we get there and, and we have this sense of emptiness. Enters me. That's how I feel. Like, oh, I thought it was going to be different. Oh, I thought I was going to belong. Oh, I thought I was going to have friends. Oh, I thought, you know, I thought, I thought, I thought. And then mm. 
turns out that it's not how I thought. And then my self-esteem starts decaying and my I start feeling bad. And, and, and then I start thinking like, okay, so what's the point there? What's the point of me taking care of myself? What's the point? Mm. And, and, and I'm going with this is because at some point in my life, I was 265 pounds. So I was a very heavy woman, but then I had, cause I had a back injury and that just escalated. And with weight, you know, when you have an injury, when you put weight, it just gets worse. Mm. So at the point I, I, everybody was telling me like, well, you should take care of yourself. But then in all my misery, I thought, well, what's the point if I got what I what I wanted and still I feel this way, what's the point of me taking care of myself? And that's where a lot of us are when we get what we wanted and still it's not enough, then we suffer. Mm. That's why I do what I do because it's, it's, it's hard, you know, it's really, really hard. Yeah. And what you're talking about, Lily, like, first off, I, it's so funny when people say that they were this massive amount of weight, right? And, and then I look at them and I'm like, I can't, I can't even picture it. So um, I do have a picture of you and I'm excited to bring that in and share that with the audience. Um, and maybe I'll wait just a minute, but it, it's, it's fascinating how we, we do take ourselves to, to those extremes and in my mind, I feel that so much of that is all emotion stemmed and the things that are happening. And I even feel that injury is also emotion stems. The things that come up in our lives are because we have some sort of root emotional cause to it. Yeah. And then our bodies are just saying, we, we need to slow down, stop and pay attention to, to, to this. Um, and then it can just be this, this, you know, tumbling down, spiraling down and things continue to get worse and worse. So it's a fascinating story, Lily, that you have. And, um, you know, I might just bring that photo in so the audience can see, because, you know, now that we're, we're on the topic of it, let's bring this in. Yes. And that That's wasn't amazing. even my, my, my biggest point. That wasn't even my biggest point. <laughs> that was, that was just years before, but uh, yeah. So the thing is, I'm, I'm always being in the heavy set. I'm, I'm, I have always been the fat one. I'm just going to put it out there. And I was bullied as a kid. So it, and it started really early. Right. So I wanted always to belong. So I was always up and down, up and down, up and down. And that's, a lot of the things that I do now, it's based, it has that as a foundation. It's not just doing something momentarily, but doing something that will last. Mm. That's one of my biggest foundations. And, and this right here, what you see, oh my God, just to think about it, it's like, uh, <laughs> because it's, it's hard. It affects your body, affects your physical health, affects your mental health, your psychological health, your emotional health, even your spiritual health. So, and um, it's at some point that you said, you know what, enough is enough. So, yeah, well, that's, that's what I would love to talk about. What was that, that point for you where you said enough is enough? I was pregnant. So I remember that. Oh my goodness. I was pregnant and I, since the back injury, so, um, I couldn't even move. So I got to, to a point where I couldn't even drive. So I turned, 
I had a failed marriage, so I found myself mm -hmm. as a single mom with two. So I was, I had my little daughter and then my son, I was pregnant, right? So that day I remember trying to go to work, but I couldn't sit in the car because the pain, I had radiating pain, shooting pain through my leg. So I wasn't able to sit up. I wasn't able to, get, like basically at work, I was limping like a 86 year old woman and, and I had people was helping me people. I was mm. actually, I was like early thirties, maybe late twenties. Yeah. And I was, people was helping me to walk around and that was, oh my God, I, I that was so humiliating because like mm -hmm. my boss who is 50 some was helping me walk around in the office. So I remember just, it was just, a, it's a huge mental struggle, right? Because you, you, I came here saying, yes, I can. And then next thing I know, I'm pregnant. I cannot walk. I cannot even help my kids. And I kept thinking, yeah, how am I going to provide for my kids? If I'm feeling like, if I cannot even walk, right? My lowest point was when I was, yeah. um, I was thinking, okay, I'm going to give birth. And then I'm going to have two kids and I probably won't be able to walk. How in heaven I'm going to take my son for a stroll around the, the, the block, how I'm going to be able to provide for my kids. So it was terrifying to say, oh my God, I'm not even 30 and I'm suffering and I feel devastating. And I, it was just such a hard time for me. Someone told me once, sometimes in life, bad things need to happen to us, to some people for mm. things to change. And that was me. <laughs> that was like, okay, yeah. It was, and I, because I didn't get it. So that point when I couldn't even sit in my car, that's when I said, you know what? Enough is enough. And plus, uh, I had little angels. I had friends around me that they were like, but just take care of yourself. And and when they saw me, this is a joke now. When um, like I will say, uh, I will be limping or moving around little by little and she will come and say, so what are you going to do about it? But like this, what are you going to do about it? And and that will like, that will get on my nerve. Right. But I never had the gut to really do something about it until that moment when I couldn't walk. <laughs> yeah. I, I think that we, we have to have those profound moments of decision and it, it takes that. I agree with you that we, we have to go through these difficult struggles in life in order to come to those profound moments of decision where we want to change and we want to expand and grow. I mean, otherwise, what's the point, right? But that's that's the yin, the yang, the, yeah. the light and the dark, the contrast of life where we wouldn't know otherwise, right? We wouldn't have a desire to to do something differently if we didn't know the opposite effect. And so I think that the story is absolute be absolutely beautiful. I love stories of transformation like this because it inspires people so much. So for, for those of you viewing who, who are struggling with life and weight and all of the things, because oftentimes they go so hand in hand, right? When we are, are suffering emotionally or have had some traumas in life that keep affecting us now, 
that's how they show up, right? They, all of the things, our environment, the internal reflects the external and, yeah. and it just show ups in all of those ways. And so I, I really love, and I want to bring that photo back in one more time because I, I just think it's really cool. I think it's a great photo. So um, and just piggybacking really quick on that one. Um, and based on the expectations, what I was talking about earlier, I thought that when I lost the weight, I said, okay, so I'm going to dedicate to lose weight. That was my main focus. So I said, I'm going to lose weight to see if I can um, eliminate the pain. That was my primary goal. And two, I said, I want to feel better. I want to do, I want to be able to mentally and emotionally feel better. That was my expectation. But then it turns out it, I lost all that weight, but my self-esteem was like this little still. I still didn't get that um, mental transformation. So talking about expectations, we have to work on our mental health. Yes, changing physically helps a lot, but also what else are you doing to help yourself up here? I agree. But look at the conf confidence in this photo, the change in confidence. <laughs> I just got to point that out. I uh, just got to point that out. I think it's, it's beautiful and fabulous. So when we talk about how, you know, what was that like for you? I know that you said that you still had things to work on, but you know, what you started with the physical piece of life right? The, the physical yeah, yeah. aspects. And when we talk about health and wellness, and I know that you have, uh, I think it's seven buckets, the, the wheel, correct? Is that yes. the, the seven buckets that you have within the wheel? Uh, although I'm calling them buckets. Anyway, um, I like to say wellness is under this massive umbrella because there's so many different things, right, that you can right. apply to them. And as uh, wellness coaches, sometimes it's like, okay, well, which ones do I choose and concentrate on? And which one goes hand in hand? Which one can merge together? How do I create an acronym for all of this and all the things, right? And And so much of it is really just that you know, the, the mental, e emotional, spiritual, intellectual, physical, all of those things really come into play. And, you know, I, I'm not sure that if there's a, a real order to doing something, uh, you know, starting with the physical or starting with the sp spiritual, I think that it's kind of different with everybody. Do you agree with that? Absolutely. Yes. I, I always say everybody has a story to tell. And in that story, that's where everything shows up. So one thing to the next thing to the next thing, but we just got to pay attention. But yes, for everybody, it's totally different because sometimes some people get their financial stability early in life, but everything else is a disaster. Oh. Or you get your mental health in, in check, but the financial place is kind of like, ah, oh. so yes, it's different. I agree with you. Well, let, let's go on and continue with your journey, Lily. Um, so you you took care of that that physical piece of yourself where now you you feel better, you feel lighter. What was next for you? So um, I realized one day that I said, okay, I need to create habits. For me, it was like, okay, let's create habits. The next step for me, because I still had that void that I still, okay, there's something else. There's something else. The search for a purpose, right? So that's where I was going to. So I, what I did, I started going to conferences. Um, that's I started listening. I started reading a lot of uh, books. That's when I found out about personal development. It was like, what is this personal development? And, so, and I met Jim Brown. 
back that that time right and and i started listening to it and i was like oh okay so this makes sense but i didn't believe it see that like mm. all those stuff is is kind of like you know and you see people talking about it but then you tell yourself when you're in on the other side you say yeah that worked for you oh you did that not me oh that probably is not gonna work for me oh that's not for me so that was me and and i said one day you know what if i want to see a result if i really at least at least i should try something right that's when i start making the right changes that's when i start implementing different um habits reading books consistently journaling consistently um surrounding myself with people that making that made me feel very uncomfortable all the time and i said well they seem to know these were the people that were telling me it's like oh if you do this you're gonna feel better and and that i didn't believe so um i said okay if they say it i might as well hang out with them and see what's up right so i start doing it and i start seeing things differently that's when a lot of things when my mindset started changing hmm. lily i and and i agree with you it does take that that belief it's easy to take in information and have an understanding of it, but it's totally different when, when you choose to accept it and right, to believe right. it and to incorporate it into, into your essence, so to speak. Right. And, but I'm very curious if you're open to sharing, what was it like, what was happening e emotionally with you throughout your life? You talked about, you know, the children and the failed marriage, what was kind of the 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 roller coaster journey of that and and what was happening because you you talk about the weight loss journey but i'm curious what was happening what were the the time stamps of all of that um like i said i was bullied as a kid so that's when everything started because it's a constant reminder that something is wrong with you so i mm -hmm. and that's when everything started and then um I said, okay, if my physical doesn't work, then I'm going to focus on my professional life. And that's when I succeed. I, I did pretty, pretty well back, back home. Um, and that's when I start feeling the void, but coming in here and understanding that emotional roller coaster in my marriage where I was, um, I don't know if this is too much to share, but he was in and out of prison, in and out of Yale. So I never had that experience in my life. I never experienced something like that. So it was totally foreign for me. And, and it was kind of like from one day to the other is like, oh, you have a husband? No, you don't. And, and mm. it, it was shocking. It was a shock. Cause it's like, I came here to live a dream. <laughs> and yet that dream is kind of like a nightmare. Um, so after that and then the pregnancy came i had a miscarriage and i had a lot of down 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 every it was a constant going down momentum um mm. you know we talk about roller coasters for me it was just the roller coaster keep going down and down and down and underground um and it was really really hard for me to believe also because my parents back home, they were like, boy, if you're not okay, just come home. But I had my pride and I said, no, I told myself that I was going to do it and I'm going to do it. But it, it was, it was shame. It was pride. It was, it was depression. It was, it was a, a, a combo of different things and struggles. But 
what really did for me was when I said, you know what? Stop all this madness. I need to stop listening to this person right here because this person right here is just talking about everything that happened in the back, everything that happened in the past. That person right here is not helping me. So I, I told her, I, I create a boundary with myself and I said, you know what? You, you're not helping me. And, and I'm just going down and down and down. And because I, I self-talk myself into negativity. And I was, it was a constant like, yeah, but it's not going to work out. Oh yeah, this, oh yeah, that's not going to be good. Oh yeah, no, no, that's not, that's not good at all. That was my, that was my, my mm. narrative. Negative, negative, negative. And I yeah. said, uh, have you seen the movie with Jim Carrey when he's like, say yes to everything? Yes, uh, yes, man. Yes. Mm -hmm. so, yes. So two things that really did it for me. I watch uh, Mr. Rogers. I'm, I'm, he inspires me to the level that I, I don't know. It's like people think that I'm weird for that. So Mr. Rogers, the only thing, the first thing that I, that I saw from him was the speech that he gave in the Congress. That was the first time I heard of him. That was one. Mm -hmm. And number two was the yes, 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 yes. And I was like, oh, okay, Tim Robbins, right? So um, I was like, okay, well, let me try it. Movies thing, right? So I said, let me try that. And then I started changing. I was very intentional about saying, okay, this is negative. I think this is going to be wrong. Okay, what good thing can I think of it? What positive thing can I say of that? What positive thing can I say of that person? And I always say, if I don't have nothing good to say, mm. my mouth shut. And that was that was that's what really helped me. Cause and I told myself that too, my boundaries. It's like if you don't have nothing good to tell me, I don't even want to listen to you. You need to <laughs> I need to re you're you're encouraging me to readdress that good habit. You know, if you have nothing good to say, say nothing at all. I love that. <laughs> well, that's that's very inspiring. And I appreciate so much you sharing your story because, uh, you know, it's it, it's it's interesting because we you kept saying that we're down, 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 like the roller coaster is just dropping. You know, at this point, it's a it's one of those rides that it's just the straight drop. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. and. I feel that oftentimes we will be brought to those moments where things consistently get worse and worse. And it's like this thing happened and then this thing is happening and now this and oh my gosh, and your world is just falling apart. And, and that's what it takes to really be moved to, to say, like you said, stop. It, I'm done with this. Enough is enough. And so uh, that's why coaches are born, such as yourself. Yes. And I, I have this pretty empowering photo of you where this really began your speaking journey. And this is you on stage. You want to tell us a little about it? Yes, I was ex actually it was the first time I spoke. It was about 500 people. It was part of empowering uh the, the people to wait a minute, Lily, hold on. Did you just say this was the first time you spoke with 500 people? Yes. Whoa. I, <laughs> I, I just got to put a pin in that for half a second because that's incredible. And I, and I know that there are speakers who listen to this and 
I don't know. I don't know about you, but I think that's pretty incredible and brave. <laughs> Very brave of you. Speaking public speaking is one of the the top human fears. Yes, it is. But you know what? Uh, for me, it feels when I feel when I have this, I have this emotion that I'm empowering and I'm I'm helping someone. I always mm -hmm. say, whatever you go, at least you get. If you get one thing, it's a score for for you and for that person. So when I when I go when I have this moment when I was like, okay, I'm going to speak. It's like. Yeah, just be you and just speak. And I feel so comfortable. I feel so comfortable on the stage. Actually, I feel better being in a stage talking to a lot of people than going shopping. Shopping for me is a nightmare. So this is just different things. <laughs> but yeah, that was a powerful, powerful experience for me. Yes. Well, so I just wanted to bring that in because I think that what's beautiful about that is it shows the transformation that was really coming uh, to, to take place in your life. And, you know, when we, when we start to dream big, it's almost like when we're on the right path, then, then things start to show up in a good way. And we talked about how you had this idea of having kids, starting a family, moving to a new country, the, the dream life, right? The American dream even. And, and things weren't working out, but maybe that wasn't where you were supposed to go. That wasn't your path, or maybe it was, and you had to go through certain things to get there. But when things start coming into alignment, things really start, there's a higher energy about it. And that picture really depicts that. It shows this higher energy being and, and doing the things that she's really called to do. And it's a beautiful thing. So we're going to move into our commercial. And when we get back, Let's talk more about the transformation that you created and what that is in turn showing up for in the world. So stay tuned. I want to let you know about my next group program, Health Kickstart and Detox. The best way to start diving into your health is to start looking at nutrition, the right way to eat for your body and understanding that, as well as digestion, because you are what you absorb and not just what you eat. So I teach how to ensure your digestive system is even turned on so that you can benefit from the food that you're putting into your body. So I combine all of this learning in a group program for support for you, along with setting you up for success. So click the show notes to learn more about the program. The link is there. I look forward to hearing from you. All right. Welcome back. So Coach Lily, you've been sh sharing your awesome roller coaster ride story with us. And I think that's so very exciting. I love going on the journey with you. And so you started to develop yourself spiritually, mentally, emotionally, you're getting into all the things you want to learn more, you want to start sharing what you've learned with others. We showed the photo of you speaking on stage and, and now you're beginning to create a, a business and a vision of how you want to, to show up and project what you've learned to the world in order to be of service to others. So tell us a little bit about that. This is something that I always say. 
your life doesn't have to change in order for you to be transformed. So you can still have the same problems. You can still have the same husband because we think it's like, oh, okay, I just changed husband and life is going to change, right? So we, and, and that's what I want to bring to my community. And who's my community? The people that feel the same way as, as, as I do, that, um, that there's nothing else, that they cannot find their purpose, that they don't have the life that they deserve. So it's important that we understand that moving forward, we can change. If we change the way we think, a lot of things start, you start seeing the world differently in a positive, with a positive lens. So what I start doing, um, you know, I've been in so many groups. I go to, I started going to recovery meetings, AA meetings. I've been in all kinds of meetings to get to know people, to listen. What are, because understanding listening to people helps me feel that i'm not alone it's like oh my god they're struggling like me too so that was that's so powerful for me because it's, it's it's not i'm not alone that gives me a sense of belonging right but then i go through all these meetings and all these people are talking about this stuff and then i tell myself okay so how do i do that tell me how i do that <laughs> and and because that's what it is sometimes we have all these great ideas but how do we apply them? How do we implement them? So that's why I said, okay, my goal is to be able to empower my community with the right tools, but not to tell them what to do. Help them find, because like I said, everybody has a superpower. Everybody has a gift. It's uncovering your gifts so we can find the right direction for you. Number one. So I've been involved with a, um, a lot of uh, church leadership for a while now and last year having a dinner with all these ladies we were just hanging out and i said wow this works and they were very receptive also when people are eating because they don't have nothing else to do <laughs> especially women right we like multitasking so <laughs> they got we start having this conversation and everybody was paying attention and i said yes this is it i'm gonna get their attention with food and now i'm gonna bring good stuff to you so i created the ripple effect which is a group of women uh, we just met um to talk about topics mental health topics mm. but beyond me explaining what it is is how can you do it how can you practice it like for example if we talk about forgiveness how do you forgive someone because this is not for the other person person's benefit. And that's what we think. But it's how is that going to help you? How can you do it? How can you take the first step? And that's what this group is. We've been on for more than a year now. We meet every other Monday. We meet online and we meet in person. But the idea is we share I share the topic and then everybody shares their experience with their topic. So we together in community can come up with the best answers and the best solutions and the best application for that. So oh, we work that. together. Yeah. I love that. Lily, so you, you talk so much about community. What, what is the importance of that to you? Oh boy. Cause you know, it, it happens. You're driving, right? You're driving. I, I drive fast. So I'm driving. And then, especially in LA, you have to move fast. And then I see people, you know, fighting car to car or they yelling mm -hmm. or everybody's so stressed out because life is as stressful as it is. We all have 110 things to think about. And then on top of that, you're jumping in front of me on traffic. Oh, this is the drop. So we all go through that. And I experienced that 
often. So I said, this is what I think. If I help, if I help myself, then by example, I'm helping my little family, my kids. Because also another thing that we worried as women, as mothers, is who is influencing my kids as mm. a it's always lingering in my back, in the back of my mind. So, and then I said, okay, it's my, it's in me to help my kids to be the best they can so they can influence other kids. So they can be a positive influence for other kids instead of other kids worrying that other kids are going to influence them, right? So, if so this is, I, this is the ripple effect that you're talking yes, about, right? Yes. So, and I'm a bit advocator for that, by the way. I always say that it's it starts with you, right? As long as we work on ourselves first, it in turn, yeah, has that ripple effect. So I love that you explain it that way. And as a parent, you're right. And I mean, that would be a question that I would have for you as a parent. What do you feel is, is the number one thing that you can do as a parent for your children? I was raised in a way that they say, shut up and don't say anything. I tell you what to do. I tell you when to speak. I tell you what to do. You know, they, you're told what to do. Mm -hmm. And you don't have much of, you don't develop this confidence to speak up. Moving forward, if you give your kids too much confidence to talk, they will always talk back because that's <laughs> now, now that's my struggle. But but the idea is how can we helping them to feel comfortable to come to you? Because I thought we have to be on them. Okay, what are you doing? Covering, right? It's like, what are you doing? What is this? What is that? Let me see. And and but when they feel comfortable, I, I I've noticed that they feel comfortable enough to come and tell you problems. And like for example, very simple. And I think this is gonna be a, too much information. But when I first got my period, I didn't share with anybody. I think I kept it for like a year. <laughs> I didn't want nobody to know. Of course, my mom knew, but I didn't want to say anything because I was ashamed of it. Oh. Now. Yes. And, and that's what I thought is like, well, this is a curse. So I should keep it to myself. Moving forward. When I talk to my daughter, I give her the freedom to say, hey, tell me what you need. I'm not going to nag you. Just tell me. Allow them to have the freedom to speak whatever they say with mm -hmm. boundaries um, so they can express themselves. Oh, that's a great that's a great avenue. I And I probably uh, got you off track a little bit, but. I just, of course, get curious about what other parents feel. And, you know, you you are this, this wisdom and light in the world of really managing our mental health and our self-development. So I always love to ask those questions because, of course, m many people are parents and or or they know somebody who's a parent. And so it's a it's a good wisdom to share with others. Yes. Just help them build their confidence, you know. That's, yeah. I think that's the beginning, however it looks like. Yeah. So the, the ripple effect so much though, is that the, the, the way that we show up in the world and whatever that be, it ripple effects into how others show up. It's kind of like a smile is contagious, right? Yes. Yes, that's exactly the same principle. That's what I always think. You know, you go to the, uh, I'm that person. I go to the market and I always smile at people and everybody smiles back. Everybody mm -hmm. smiles back. But 
beyond that. It's kind of like the smiles is get printed. Like you cannot get rid of it. It's like you go like everywhere. You walk around. It's like you then you start <laughs> smiling for no reason. That's what it is. Yeah, that's beautiful. So I, I would love to know. Well, let's actually let's bring in because you you, you started creating your own business now, being the coach, yeah. Coach Lily, and. When you started creating that, you I, I want to bring in the the logo that you've created because I think it's pretty cool. But I would love for you to describe this a little bit with us. Um, I'm a designer. Uh, I'm, I'm a designer by heart. I love when I in those moments and when I feel low, I just pick up my my I start drawing. So I, that's a that I draw that design, the transform and all of that. It's deep in my heart. Now, butterflies is something that I have close to my heart too because butterflies transform. They go from the caterpillar to the to the to the butterfly. Right now, when they go to this transformation, and we all go through this exactly the same from caterpillar to butterfly. What the caterpillars experience is they liquefied inside. So they go through a painful process to be able to come out, you know, looking beautiful and all of that stuff. And that's why I, I see um, butterflies as a, a representation of what really life is. Really liquefied yourself and change everything that you thought life was so you can shine and fly and be free. Um, so that's where it be transformed. And like I said, I always say, be renew your mind and that's in the bible too renew your mind so you can transform your life not to change things around but transform the way you see things and that's that's my that's what i move that's what moves me and that's what i always go with mm, i love that so i noticed there's not a lot of color with this i don't know if you've changed that or not is it intentional and the way that the words are it's almost like a transparency aspect of it. Is that also intentional? Yes, it is intentional because I, I like to show up myself the way I am. And when I talk to someone, I want them to feel comfortable doing that. Because when you're like, oh, what is she going to do? Oh, what is she going to say? Well, oh, oh. And then they, everybody has so many traumas that it's hard to bring everything to the table. So I have to be able to show up the same way. So when I'm talking to someone, I will bring things, personal things, because I want to tell you, you know what? You're not alone. You know what? We are all in the same boat. Let's bring, let's get naked and let's talk about this. So that's what it is. <laughs> oh, I love that. I love that. Is there anything else about this? Uh, this is, this is my baby. I love it. I just love it. I, I, and I do have it in different colors. I did the design with different colors, but then I said, no, you know what? Transparency. That's what I, I have to be mm -hmm. transparent. Yeah. And um, that's, that's. That's what I go. And he has my name all over the place. He has L's. He has all kind of different designs. I just, I just love it. <laughs> yeah. I, I kind of feel like I see some, some hidden things and, and I, and that's exactly what I thought coach Lily, that this, that, that it was that transparency piece and you did leave this intentionally to look exactly as it is. So that's beautiful. And then th this is that other aspect that you created the wheel. Yes. Oh my God. 
I'm pretty sure you're familiar with the wellness wheel, right? Every, yeah. Pretty much everybody knows about that. So one day, because um, I've been having this, these thoughts of my skills. Everybody has skills, but the skills comes from our experiences, right? Things that you learn along the way and all of that good stuff. So talking about the wellness wheel, it has different spaces. So what I did is I tricked, I tweak it a little bit based on what I see on my clients and based on what my community talks about. And um, based on that, I started tweaking it. Um, and what I did is, uh, you don't see me right now, but I have my book in here. I created the wellness flower, which is the seven blocks. There it is. The seven blocks. I'll for, bring, uh, I'll bring uh, in. Hold on. Let me, let me get you in there. There you go. You can that. So seven building blocks for a thriving life. What that means is um, it's hard for someone. If I really want to help someone, if I really want to help my community, how can I help them in a way that they feel comfortable? That was a, that's, that was the original question for me because a lot of people say, Oh, I don't know if I'm ready to talk to someone. Oh, I don't know if she's the right person. Oh, you know, everybody has so much junk at the back in the past that we are very self-conscious of talking to people. They don't feel comfortable talking to people, but I needed to do something so they can start the process, you know, jumpstart that process. Instead of you calling me, guess what? I created, it's a booklet. So it's a, it's a booklet with activities for you to do. And it has um, a wake up routine, an evening routine to be, to start creating habits healthy habits as simple as see and this is what i what i people don't don't grasp the the idea as simple as if you are not used to making your bed in the morning just do it make your bed in the morning and believe it or not a lot of people don't do that and and it was it was hard for, but then i started realizing that we just need that push or just tell me what to do right mm -hmm. so these seven building blocks is what do you think you need help in your life? And then you can go, oh, I need time management or I need spirituality or career work or finances, relationships, self, emotional, um, physical health. So you can pick whichever you think you're struggling with and start doing the work on your own. It is a way of coaching yourself, start mm. the process. So then you can feel comfortable talking to someone else. I love that. And then you also bring in the community. So this is something that people can really, you know, concentrate on themselves to build those daily habits and be a part of a community at the same time. I think that's brilliant. So Coach Lily, what are some of the things that you do on a daily basis? What are your habits that that you create in order to, to live a, a wellness lifestyle? I used to hate structure. I used to hate to-do list. I used to hate people telling me what to do. So what I did is what really works is create a 10 a top, 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 top 10 list of items where, that mm -hmm. you follow. And that helps us with the structure and discipline and staying focused and staying present, you know, because it's like, oh, squirrel. And then you go and grab something. Oh, the dishes. Oh, the laundry. So it's always a constant bombarded thing. So um, what I do is I create a list. I stay with the, the list. And in my list, I always include things that help my holistic health. Uh, working out at least 30 minutes, 
must not because sometimes I don't feel, you know, I don't feel like it. But once I, you do it, when you get it, when you get in motion, you get an emotion. And that's what it is. Make yourself mm. feel like it. So working out, uh, making my bed, brushing my teeth for those people that are like, well, what's the point? I brush my teeth at 12. No. Um, starting with the self-care, starting a rich in the morning. When I when I go into the bathroom, what I tell myself, today is gonna be a great day. Keep your mind positive, Lily. And then from there, brush my teeth, make my bed, you know, go through my routine, work out. I do post, I do have Instagram, TikTok, and um Facebook account. So I do a short post of what to do in the, some days. It's like, how can I help my community? That's another way that I do it. So I make a post and then I make sure that I give myself timing. By the 10 a.m. I have, I'm sitting down in front of my computer and I'm ready, ready to go. Also, another thing that we must do, take breaks every hour and a half, every two hours, 10 minutes. I do it. Sometimes I play a game or sometimes, or I read a magazine or I walk for a walk or I just sit down and I just stare at the, at the wall, but just to make sure that I renew my energy too. And that, that's, that's part of taking breaks and going with the cycles. So I'm saying a lot of things. I know it's like everybody like, oh my God, this is too much. No. <laughs> Just simple things in the morning routines that we can create and stick with it. It's like, oh, no, today I don't have time. Have you ever heard, um, you know who David Goggins is? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Totally inspire me. Like, he was like, yes, let's do it. And he's just, I mean, that's, <laughs> I follow him. Like, but because. Really doesn't. So much, <laughs> because he is. um he is, he just says, just do it, right? It's like, what are you complaining about? Just go and do it. And yeah. that's what I tell myself. Because I always think, if I don't do it, how am I going to feel afterwards, right? When the time passes. Yeah. And I know I'm not going to feel good about it. So it's like, nope, I must do it. I want to feel good after this. So mm -hmm. I make a list and that includes all my simple routines like routine in the morning routine in the afternoon and then my priorities my list is always based on my priorities if it's not in my priority it probably won't get done if it's the dishes are there hanging out i know they will be hanging out because that's where they mm -hmm. hang out right at the sink but if it's not their time it's not their time and guess what nobody dies guess what yeah. the world keeps rolling so that's what i do yeah, I think that's important to to know and understand and come to, you know, that understanding that there are things that are more urgent and there are things that can be put to the side because it's it's not it's not something that we need to get to right now. The world is not going to stop turning, right? So yeah, I think good. that those are really good keys. And I I love that you you start your day by today's going to be a great day and keeping your mindset really on track with that. There's a lot of studies that have been done revolving around that, you know, as you the the minute that you start to come about and wake up in bed to really start thinking in in the positive aspects, because it really sets the tone for your day. And, and so I think that that is great that you're doing that. And I also heard that you um, 
you, you utilize, oh, I forgot my, my mindset. Now it's, I forget. (laughs) Yes. I I think that, oh, they make the bed. So I think that that is really important. You're right. It's simple, but if you're not doing that, the way that it really uh, affects the rest of your day, the rest of your mood, because it's an environmental aspect too. Like the way that we have our space around us really reflects the the internal thoughts. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Because I always say this: the way your space looks, that's how your mind looks. So if your office is all chaotic or your bedroom is all chaotic, when you go to bed, your mind is all chaotic. So if you have piles of clothes and books all over the place, that is just all over the place. That's a reflection of how we're thinking. We have a lot of thoughts piling up on top of others. And then we wonder why we have stress and anxiety. So clear up your space and you will clear up your mind for sure. Yeah, absolutely. So um, I wanted to to bring in this last photo because this is this is your community that you're building. This is some of the transformations that you are helping take place. And and what I like about this, because Lily, you're not one of those people that's like diet, diet, diet only. You're very well-rounded. You have the the, the seven in, in the wheel. And so you concentrate on so many different aspects of overall wellness. And in turn, it really starts showing up in people's lives on, on so many different levels in such a beautiful way. So tell us about this photo. Ah, this is such good times. (laughs) So, um, yes, I just wanted to create awareness of who I am and what I'm doing. And that photo just has shows different, some of the best times of my life. Because I, and the bottom one, when the bottom left one where I'm the back, I just, I thought it was just to be able to put out it's a swimsuit. And I was like, oh, I'm just so proud of myself. You know, when we achieve something, we have to celebrate it. And this is what it is. This picture represents celebration, my mini celebration, how, how I have transformed myself. And piggybacking on what you were saying earlier, we have to be fully conscious what we put in our body. And that's starting early in the morning, first thing in the morning. Your thoughts, your food intake, everything, how everything, what you put in your body, because that's the beginning of the new day. So that's what will tell you how your day will go. So if the first thing you wake up is like, oh, I have to go to work again. Ugh, life sucks. Then guess what? Life will suck. But if you wake up and say, okay, I don't know what's today, but I'm going to do the best I can and just go do it right now. Also, if you wake up and the first thing you put in your mouth is a donut, guess what? Your day is going to be a full donut all day when you have (laughs) headaches and you feel sluggish and you want to continue doing the same, a donut and then a burger and then another donut. You know, it's, it's, it's it's a chain of events that happen. So, but we have the power to control that chain of event. So whatever you put in your body, make sure that you're fully mindful, thoughts and intake. Don't drink coffee in the morning. That's too much. <laughs> I love that. Lily, it has been a joy to have you on the Wellness Driven Life Show. Is there anything else that you want to share with our audience today? 
just be mindful. Just be present. Don't do it for people. Do it for yourself. Because when you do it for you, you're you're now an example. And people start seeing it and paying attention. Oh, what is she doing? Oh, what is he doing? And that's the best way we can transform people around us by example. So be the best you can today. Oh, that's awesome. I want to make sure everyone knows where to find you. And so for our listening audience, it is www.coachlilylamelli.com. And am I saying your last name correctly? Lamelli. I love that. Okay, great. I'm glad I got that correctly. I'm going to spell it out for those that are listening. And also, this is always in the description below. Uh, all of our guest information is there. So please, if you want to reach out and find them, learn more, that is where you go. And it is www.coachlily, L-I-L-Y, spelled correctly, L-O-M-E-L-I. That is lamelli, L-O-M-E-L-I dot com. So visit her, check her out, see what she has to offer and all of the things that she's creating. Her community sounds amazing. I'm like, oh my gosh, I want to be a part of that because when you can learn how to forgive and you hear everybody else's insight and their journeys and how they do things, it's it's very, very powerful. So I appreciate that. Yes. Uh, so thank you again for being on the show, Coach Lily. It's been a joy to have you today. Yes. Thank you. I'm blessed. I'm blessed. Thank you very much. I appreciate you. My pleasure. And for everyone listening, thank you so much. The show wouldn't be possible without you. So we appreciate you more than you can know. Thank you so much for tuning in. Goodbye for now. And we will see you next time. <laughs>